Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. I got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the uh, in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Uh, Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, also, Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon and see what they have to offer at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, guys, um, I, I think... Speaking of bone and joint, we will talk about injuries today. A.J. Brown was limited at practice. We'll get to that conversation later on in the show. Jayon Brown injured 21 Titans uh, on the injury report from Wednesday's practice. And just so you know, uh, today at 1230 Central Time, Doc Talk with the Bone and Joint Institute will be joined uh, by Dave from the Bone and Joint Institute, who is their uh, physical rehab uh, uh, leader there and we'll talk about AJ Brown, Julio Jones and their hamstring injuries and recoveries. So yeah, I got a question that we will ask that yeah. I think is a good question. And that is are hamstring injuries, some of the hardest to heal within a season in athletics. Cause I feel like they are, but I don't know. And I want to know why, if they are. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good, fine. that's a definitely uh, something to bring up for sure. So uh, let's talk about this though. There is a troubling trend with Mike Vrabel and I saw this on Twitter yesterday and I hadn't really thought about it, uh, but it has a potential, if it's a true trend and it's not just circumstance, if it's a true trend, this could derail the Titan season. <laughs> All right. So here is what I saw on Twitter yesterday, this coming from League Winners, who is a Titans uh, fantasy account, League Winners there. Since Mike Vrabel became the head coach in 2018, the Titans are 0-4 against rookie quarterbacks, lost to Josh Allen and the Bills in 2018. That game was a 14-7 loss. Lost to Gardner Minshew and the Jags in 2019. That was a Thursday night game, rainy in Jacksonville. Lost to Joe Burrow in the Bengals in 2020 last season. And then this past Sunday, losing to Zach Wilson and the Jets uh, on Sunday. That, Zach, uh, really caught my attention. I was like, oh, I did not realize that. And so uh, I'm not sure how you feel about that. But Josh Allen, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow, and Zach Wilson, uh, the Titans losing all four games to rookie quarterbacks. And uh, I'll just uh, tell you the uh, rookie quarterbacks they had on the schedule the rest of the way because obviously Trevor Lawrence is who the Titans play. And those are the only rookie quarterbacks that Vrabel's ever faced as the t- Titans head coach. As a starter, yes. Because uh, because if you remember, Gardner Minshew did not start the second game for the Jags. That was Nick Foles. Um, and the, you know the others are non-divisional opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've only played those four rookie quarterbacks since Vrabel's been a head coach. That's one loss to a rookie quarterback every year, uh, counting this year. And they've got a lot more rookie quarterbacks on the schedule. Trevor Lawrence is upcoming on Sunday, and you get Trevor Lawrence again in Week 13 in Nashville. Mac Jones is coming up uh, for the Patriots in Week 12. 
Trey Lance could be on the schedule when the Titans host the 49ers right before Christmas on Thursday Night Football. If and, Garoppolo's calf heals, which he does probably not going to. Right. And uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the Houston Texans. Currently, the Texans are starting rookie Davis Mills. The Titans could play Davis Mills in week 11 and or week 18. That's a different circumstance because he's not the starter. But the other guys, Lawrence, Mac Jones, Lawrence twice. I mean, this has a cont- after already losing to Zach Wilson. If this is a true trend, then this could be not good for the Titans as you look at the Jags as uh, two wins this season. You look at the Texans as two wins this season. You look at the Patriots as a very winnable game uh, this year. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the 49ers will be at the end of the year just because it's so far away. Uh, but again, as Nikki Nika says, it's a bad look. I mean, losing to four rookie quarterbacks, 0-4 against rookie quarterbacks, is not a good look as a head coach. Now, every game has its own circumstance, uh, but those four rookie quarterbacks got the best of Mike Vrabel's team that day. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll answer a question and ask everybody here in a second about this. I didn't know the trend. That's kind of the best part about AZ Sports is I don't always know what the topics are because – you know, I may have an opinion that I want to share on on air with Austin and vice versa. And I, I didn't realize that. I didn't connect those dots about the rookie quarterbacks. And unfortunately, you know, I, I look at last year in Cincinnati wearing that navy blue over white, not good look. Uh, I think it's a good look. It's just not on the field. They don't play very well in those uniforms. Mm-hmm. But last year in Cincinnati, they they got caught early. They got down early and they couldn't get back. That was the problem. If you remember, you know, Tannehill would drive down. He threw that pick intended for A.J. Brown in the end zone. The Bengals take advantage of that. They were up at halftime, and the Titans could never get back into the game. Last week, that was not the same circumstance. They were leading at halftime. Now, be it like 9-7, to seven, they could not – they relinquished the lead, and they could never – they never got it back. Even they couldn't tie it at the end of the game because of some deficiencies – in a delay of game and, and a second, third down call. But this is very interesting. You cannot lose to rookie quarterbacks. Now, sometimes there are rookies of the year, right? Like Kyler yeah. Murray was rookie of the year. He played very, very well. Some teams lost to Vince Young back in the day when he was rookie of the year because they couldn't figure him out. I think I would ask you this, Austin. Is this a product, the 0-4 of Vrabel not being able to figure out a young quarterback. Burrow looks to be good. Minshew is probably not going to be a a starter for the foreseeable future. Josh Allen, dynamite. Legit, right? Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen's legit. And then you had Zach Wilson, who there's a lot more questions, but he's been pick city the first three weeks. Well, you could probably throw in four because he threw a pick last week. But pick city the first quarter of the season this year, I, what do you think about that? Did they just get caught because they didn't know how to defend a rookie quarterback? Yeah, I mean, it feels like uh, it feels like rookie quarterbacks play well against the Titans' defense. And like, let's so we have to talk about these games individually and remember, like the Josh Allen fourteen-seven win uh, that, that the Bills had over the Titans was not because Josh Allen played incredible, but Gardner Minshew. And I'll throw this graphic back up here so we can all kind of walk through it again. Uh, Gardner Minshew in 2019 
that was the Titans offense just being a complete disaster in, on Thursday night and digging themselves in a hole. Dory Jackson made a big special teams uh, mistake, but Gardner Minshew was very efficient that night. Joe Burrow made nice plays, and Zach Wilson won the game for the Jets because Zach Wilson was able to create plays of you know, 29 or more yards, including a, and including a 43 uh, yard. I, I would argue that. I, well, I how would, would how can you argue that? Because how many, how many chunk plays did the, did the Jets offense get through the air against the Titans defense? Well, a to lot. win the game, actually, I, that's why I'd argue because Zach Wilson could have won the game with an out route to Corey Davis. He could have won the game with, by scoring in the red zone in overtime and not giving the Titans a chance to come back. I believe that the Titans lost the game by going down there and were unable to score in a Jets defense that they had just drove the full length of the field to get to overtime. So I would argue that. I don't oh, well, think, okay. When I, I think I'll, of that game Sunday, Austin, I, it does not ring to me say, man, Zach Wilson really won that game. Okay, I think fine. the Titans lost that game. I, I, th- I think I disagree because here's what happened here. So let's just let, – let's remember this, Zach. I because, just told look, you what happened. Okay, well, I'll tell you how the Jets got the lead there, big boy. How about this? The Titans just take a 17-10 to 10 lead. What happens? Four plays, 77 yards, a minute 44. The first play of the drive was the 43-yard pass interference uh, down the field. The Whose next- fault is that, Austin? The Titans is that, defense. Is that Zach Wilson getting yes, those 43 Zach yards? Wilson. Time out. Stop. Okay. I'm asking a question. No. Those 43 yards came from the Titans losing the football game. You're proving my point. Okay. No, I wasn't done yet. Thank you very much for letting me continue. Uh, two plays later, what happened? Zach Wilson drops a snap, picks it up, and throws a 29-yard t- uh, pass to Jamison Crowder down inside the five-yard line. Two plays later, touchdown Jets. So there are two big plays that Zach Wilson got the Titans The defense. biggest play was oh, not I'm on not Zach done. Wilson. Stop it. Stop. I'm not done talking yet, okay? Because the Titans offense goes three and out right after the Jets tied at 17-7. What happens? First play after the punt, Zach Wilson burns the Titans defense 53 yards to your boy, Corey Davis, who made you eat it all game long. And the, no, and the, did you not listen to the shows earlier, dude? Well, what you're saying, Corey Davis made me eat it today. You weren't speaking that jazz on Tuesday, big boy. Because we had moved on from it. No, Zach, we had The had, reason why Zach, Corey Davis had a big game were because of the deficiencies of you the were secondary. To shut up and, if you were to shut up and let me finish and let me talk through my point I was trying to get through, I wouldn't have you boy you on Corey Davis, but you being extra difficult. Because your allowed, point was trash. Because you, you wouldn't let me point. talk. You weren't letting me talk, man. I because you started your sentence with 43 yard pass interference call. That's not Zach Wilson. The biggest play of your drive that you tried to prove was the Titans it losing. It was the first play, Zach. That's why I said it first. Jesus, like it was come the on, biggest dude. play. White, stop, man, stop. No, the biggest play was Daddy's not stopping. Daddy's Zach, going. Shut up, <laughs> my God, stop. The biggest play, factually, was a 53-yard touchdown pass to Corey Davis, which I was trying to talk about, but you won't let me talk. My God. The Titans lost that game. Zach Wilson did not win it. It was not a stellar performance by Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson got had by Danico Autry at the goal line when he really needed to make a play. That's what happened. 
And you know that. Everybody knows that. This was the Titans' fault of backing Jackrabbit Jenkins into Jackalope City eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. And it's the same thing here. We've talked about it all week and proven the point on this is the Titans' defensive issues. They gave the rookie quarterback. I'm kind of answering the question before we even ask it because we've gotten to this point. But Austin, all of the major plays were the Titans losing. Bad coverage on Corey Davis to let him get behind you. Defensive pass interference. I've referenced the overtime plays where Zach Wilson could not stick a dagger in the Titans and score a touchdown to even prevent the opportunity for the Titans getting a delay of game and backing their ass up even longer for a kicker that was also in question. These are the points that I'm making that we have talked about every single day this week, the last several days. It's not Zach Wilson. It's the Titans. That's the issue. Okay, it's both. It's it's literally both because you can say that the Titans weren't good enough to cover, but that Zach Wilson was good enough to throw fifty three yards down the field over the shoulder of Corey Davis for a touchdown. But when Zach we Wilson remember this game, Sunday Davis Crowder for twenty nine yards inside the five yard line. There were other plays. Keelan Cole uh, dropped a dime to Keelan Cole on the sideline early in the game. Five plays including a 43-yard pass interference penalty that Zach Wilson threw up there and forced Dane Cruikshank to make a bad play. That's five times that the Jets in the air had a play of 29 yards or more in that game against the Titans defense. And we realize that that is the problem of the Titans defense. He could Zach Wilson couldn't throw a 15-yard, well, hell, 12-yard out route to Corey Davis to end the game. When we remember this game, Austin, it's not going to be, wow, Zach Wilson won this game. It's going to be, well, Zach Wilson finally won a game. This is his first win of his career, but he didn't win it. It was the Titans losing. The Titans were the better team. They were the better defense, but unfortunately, they didn't play like that on Sunday. Which means the Jets were the better team, and Mike Vrabel got his fourth loss against a rookie quarterback. So let's officially ask this question. Is this and Mike Vrabel? did drop a pass. Mark Jones brings up a big part. That's the Titans' fault to put in. And we talked about that earlier, too. If Ferk would catch the damn ball, this game probably is different, and the Titans can win the game. And Jacob, I will Jacob continue to preach, sure, Mike, because I believe I'm, in my, my – Jacob says, I'm life. pretty sure uh, Austin didn't watch the game. Jacob, <laughs> you're being an absolute dumbass. <laughs> I just don't think that this is the right argument for you. I don't even know what I'm arguing about because you wouldn't let me finish my point that I was trying to make. and You, you don't know what it. you're arguing about? You, no, because you're saying that got... Zach Wilson won the game instead yeah. of the Titans losing the game. That's yeah, the argument. because Zach Wilson threw for 297 and two touchdowns and big plays down the field. The Titans defense gave up big plays down the field to Zach Wilson all day. The, that last statement is the reason why the Titans lost the game. Zach Wilson made the plays. It was the best. It was the no, best. he didn't. That's the point, dude. Yes, he did he make not, plays. I referenced plays. all of the plays that he didn't make. He did make. So, okay, you know he who made plays. Yeah. No, who who makes plays is like Tom Brady in the opening game against the Cowboys. Tom Brady won that game. They gave him the ball with, and he made all the plays to put his kicker in the best position to win the football game. That's winning a game. Zach Wilson did not win that game. The Titans lost it. Okay, whatever. My God, Zach Wilson did make plays in this game to get the Jets a lead. Is that wrong? No, that's my point. 
So let's move on. Jesus, I'm getting so frustrated with Don't. this. Is, is this Mike Vrabel issue a trend or circumstance? Is it a trend or is it a circumstance that Mike Vrabel is 0-4, 0-4 against rookie quarterbacks as the Titans head coach? Is that a trend or circumstance? Real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt, nowhere to go to, boneandjointtn.org, and come right back here where you're watching today on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch at 12.30 Central Time. We'll have a Doc Talk segment with the Bone & Joint Institute expert uh, to talk about A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, hamstring injuries, and rehab. So we'll do that at 12.30 Central Time, right where you're watching right now here on A to Z Sports. Don't forget BetMGM. That is our title sponsor. Code ATOZ Sports right there on the screen. New users, you cannot beat this right here. Risk-free $1,000 bet. New users, you get a risk-free $1,000 bet. So you put $1,000 in with the promo code ATOZ Sports. You bet $1,000. And, man, I had a prop for tonight, but it, the line has moved. I've already taken advantage of it because I got it really early. I got under uh, 37.5 Russell Wilson uh, attempt passing attempts. I don't think he's going to throw the ball that much. We will find out. Risk-free bet, though, right there in the middle of the screen. Code ATOZ Sports. All right, so is this Mike Vrabel, is this issue a trend or a circumstance that Mike Vrabel um, is 0-4 against rookie quarterbacks? A trend or a circumstance? So I I think that's both sides of things. I'm trying to scroll uh, to the top of the screen uh, to find all of your guys' answers. Uh, let's just say, yeah, I don't know, Kevin Jeffries, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Jets or I'm a media member. Um, let's see. Uh, Mike Mitchell says it's a trend. Lil Kilo says it's a trend. Steven says it's a trend. Ant trend, marquee trend. Uh, more comments I'm trying to find. Uh, Scott says looks like a trend to him. Yuri says a trend because it keeps happening. Chris Frazier comes in and says circumstances. Steven says if he loses this week, it's a trend. Oh, and five. So Steven is waiting for more data. I guess Steve says uh, at that point, it's a circumstance as of yet. Matthew says it's a sad trend. Donnie says circumstance. Rooney says circumstance. Uh, other uh, Ronnie says it's a trend. Marvin says, I don't see how it can't be a trend at this point. Jacob says circumstance. If he loses this week, it becomes a trend. So a lot of you guys are waiting for uh, this fifth loss when it comes to, uh, to that. So Zach, I'll let you, I'll let you answer it officially. Is this 0-4 versus rookie quarterbacks a trend or circumstance? So when they, the Gardner Minshew loss, that's the one thing that's kind of eluding me. What year was that? 2019. That was uh week three. The Titans were, uh, it, they, they, 20 to seven. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was on Thursday night football. Uh, it was, okay. it was right so, after it was week. Yeah. I, I have my answer now. In, okay, so what is yeah, it? Yeah, it was Delaney Walker in the back of the end zone on fourth down. I remember the game like it was yesterday. Uh, the issue here is that it is a trend because the trend is Mike Vrabel, there's always a deficiency that these rookie quarterbacks are taking advantage of. And you can kind of see the, tr- the the trend is different, but it's always the same that the Titans can't win. And I, I think it's a great stat that you brought up today because I did not know about it. 
Josh Allen, what was the problem in that game? They couldn't, they had no offense, right? Zero offense. They couldn't score. They couldn't kick a freaking field goal that game. Then that's Josh Allen. They you, kicked you a lot go of to, goals. They just couldn't make them. <laughs> oh yeah, they, kicked, they could not kick uh, properly. Well, on, excuse me. Never, never mind. Never mind. Hold on. the The Josh Allen game uh, was the thirteen to twelve game. We, so Still we can't missed score one. points. <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, Josh Allen ran had a had a crazy touchdown run. <laughs> uh, it was the Nick Williams drop game. Is what it was. Ah, in Buffalo. So, yeah. okay, there's your trend. They're, like, we can pinpoint the reasons why they lost the game. We just talked about the Jets and everything. I'm not going to get yeah. back into that. Well, maybe at the end because that's the fourth game. But the that game, Nick Wills, Williams, they had a guy who was not ready for the moment in the game that lost them the game. They cut him. They They solidified that they had the improper player on the field by cutting him the the following day, I think. It was the next day. The next game, uh, if you look at it, Gardner Minshew, Thursday night, they could not, and Adoree Jackson dropped that punt return, and Gardner Minshew took advantage of the bright lights. That was like his coming out party for the short time that he came out, and they could not come back and, and get back into the game, even though they were the better team against a rookie quarterback. We talked about the Cincinnati Bengals. Mistakes. Ryan Tannehill throwing that interception in the first half and they missed a field goal, I believe, at the end of the second uh, quarter. Mm-hmm. And they never got the lead back. And the fourth quarter was done because the Bengals were running the football and they couldn't get back into the game. And then we we talked about the Jets. The defensive uh, deficiencies and the Titans, having A.J. Brown and Julio Jones out, this is a trend that you understand your weaknesses. Like, if you interviewed Mike Vrabel and you ask, what are your team's strengths? And what are your team weaknesses? I bet you he could go up on a whiteboard and list three and three. Three of the biggest strengths and three of the biggest weaknesses. Hell, we probably need to do that next week as a show topic because I'd be interested. But Vrabel can do that. The issue is that you think your weaknesses will not be as weak against rookie quarterbacks. And I think what we found in the four games that he's lost, those weaknesses were still weak. So this, this, my friend, in my opinion, is a trend. Yeah, so uh, I went back and looked at how the Titans lost to Josh Allen in that rookie year because Josh Allen on the day had like 82 yards passing <laughs> and 19 yards rushing. So it wasn't like Josh Allen was killing them. Uh, but, but here's what happened is that after Nick Williams dropped that touchdown pass, the Titans kicked a field goal to go up 12 to 10, right? And then... Josh Allen and the Bills finished the game. 11-play drive for 47 yards that took 4 minutes and 43 seconds. And a lot of it was, if you remember, LaShawn McCoy. They could not tackle LaShawn McCoy on that drive. I remember that. Yeah, uh, on 3rd and 3, Josh Allen threw it out to the left to McCoy, who gained 13 yards. They ran it with Chris Ivory a little bit. Uh, and then uh, Josh Allen, another first down conversion to uh, Ray Ray McLeod for seven yards on a screen pass. Uh, and then uh, they were able to set up a field goal for Hauschka to hit as time ran out. Right. So it's, it's not, it's, and it's almost like they, they couldn't get that stop against a rookie quarterback when they had to. Now they only forced a field goal, but a field goal beat them. 
They forced a field goal against the Jets in overtime, and then were not able to climb out of that by scoring a touchdown in overtime the other direction. So I feel like I feel like it's a trend. I, I, I do. I don't think it's a circumstance because, you know, you've got three of these four quarterbacks are high draft picks, right? With Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Zach Wilson, uh, Gardner Minshew. That's the one game that if I were to pull out one game from this, that's the one, right? But Gardner Minshew is still efficient in that game. The Titans weren't ready to play that game. They got primetimed. Yes, and, and that was more about the Titans' offense and special teams putting them in a hole because the Titans' defense played really well. And that the only reason Mariota why, can't score could or couldn't score, he still can't. But well, that he was couldn't. that was the that was the Calais Campbell game. Remember when uh, Jamil Douglas just got bulldozed like eight times for sacks? Adoree Jackson muffed the punt and set up an easy touchdown for the Jags early in the game. And the Titans defense did a really good job against the Jags offense until Leonard Fournette busted like a 50 yard run to ice the game away and they score a touchdown late. So I think it's a, I think overall it's a trend. Um, and Steve asked how many of these games are with Bowen as play caller? Half of them. The last year, Cincinnati, and this year uh, against uh, the Jets this past week. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it is troubling because Trevor Lawrence is right around the corner. And Trevor Lawrence got some confidence Thursday night against the Bengals. We'll see how the Jags play overall with all the uh, hoopla going on down there with Urban Meyer with their closed-door meetings. But it's a trend for sure. Oh, I mean, that was the greatest moment of Gardner Minshew's career. That's when everybody was talking about Minshew mania and mustache Minshew. Titans Kyle brings up a beautiful stat. Just look those up. One sack on Josh Allen. One sack on Zach Wilson. Zero sacks on Joe Burrow and Gardner Minshew in those games. Titans Kyle, you get the love of the show. That's on YouTube, brilliant. I can't literally do that, but Titans Kyle gets the love of the show. There you go. He found the trend. We tried to find the trend. I think we had trends, but that is the trend. So the Titans defense, and again, that was a long time ago. The Titans defense didn't play that well against uh, Minshew. It was more about Mariota not being able to, to, and really the turning point is why I love the NFL is smart. They have a series called turning point. And in every game, there's a turning point. I mentioned earlier, the first game of this season, Cowboys-Bucks, the turning point was Dak Prescott and the Cowboys giving too much time to Tom Brady to go down there and score. The turning point of that game was the fourth down where Mariota could not complete a pass in the, in the end zone to Delaney Walker. That changed the game. The score was 20-7 to and because the defense couldn't get to Minshew. Mm-hmm. So Titans-Kyle... Golf clap to you, my friend. This is a trend. Yeah. Um, and Mark Jones says King Henry always goes off in Florida, his home state. Not always. He didn't early in his career, which is how the Titans lost to that game and to the Jags early on uh, in that season. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry was held pretty tight uh, in that Thursday 44 yards and a touchdown. Say it one more time. He had 44 yards rushing and one touchdown. Yeah, and that's in, 17 in that, carries. That's because the Titans got down because the Dory Jackson muffed a punt and they couldn't they get had anything to throw. Going. And then they Mariota, got sacked. How many times do you think Mariota threw the football that game? He sacked uh, he nine like, times. I know he had like 370 uh, uh, passing yeah, 304. yards. 304. 304. Uh, because Adam Humphreys had his best game ever, like stat wise, as a Titan. 
still um, under 100 yards. <laughs> he was like 93 yards, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So how many? So how many passing yards? Was it 304? No. Yeah, 304. He he threw the ball. He had a he had 40 attempts. Woo. When Marcus Mariota throws the ball 40 times, unless it's Philadelphia in an overtime, your ass ain't gonna win. God, that's yeah, memory lane. No. That's good. Those are good memory lane moments. I mean, I remember all four of those games like they were yesterday. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, the, the Titans losing to rookie quarterbacks. Quick recall on those. All right, so let's get to this uh, conversation. A.J. Brown was limited at Titans practice Wednesdays. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal, but first act, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Check out their inventory. They've got the, the Sonata, which I drive. I absolutely love the Santa Fe, the Elantra, but they also have the Palisade. And I've been talking about the Palisade for some time now because it is exquisite. It is the perfect make and model. They have it in stock, inventory, right there at Wilson County Hyundai. If you're looking for a new car for your wife or for your family, it's awesome. And plus, it doesn't look, let's just be honest, it doesn't look like a mom car, quote unquote. It looks just like a badass vehicle, right? You're not talking about a minivan. You're talking about a sleek SUV with third row seating, with bucket seats, and all the bells and whistles with Apple CarPlay, which I absolutely love. You get in there. It's wireless, baby. No wires. They got you covered. Plus, they got Android, too, so it, they don't discriminate. So, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Check them out today. All right, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. They're the king of sports books. When you download the BetMGM app, use our code ATOZSports, uh, and when your first deposit, your first bet will be risk-free up to 1000 bucks. Again, downloading the BetMGM app, your first bet is risk-free up to 1000 bucks. When you use that code ATOZSports and you make your first deposit, it's a great thing right there. I've got a uh, one game parlay tonight for Thursday night football uh, already locked and loaded there on the BetMGM app. So make sure you do that. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. A.J. Brown back on, back on the practice field in a limited participant uh, on Wednesday. We'll see how that goes later on Thursday as A.J. continues in his week. But let's just go ahead and play the video from the A to Z Sports TikTok of A.J. Brown's practice day when the media was able uh, to uh, watch at the beginning of Titans practice. Clover. So there's AJ going through from the A to Z TikTok. What do you think? Big deal, small deal, or no deal to see AJ out there? He was going through those ladder drills. It looked like he was fine. looked like the hamstring wasn't an issue. Now, uh, I'll get more into that uh, later on. But, Zach, what do you think about it overall? I'm probably going to reach here. But I'm going to say big deal because it was surprising. I did not expect to see that I, I didn't expect to, him to be back at practice this early. Uh, now we never know the extent of the hamstring injury, right? Cause they don't tell mm -hmm. us anything, but 
I'm going to say this is a big deal because this means that he's closer. I don't know how close, but he's closer, and I put stock in that. I, I Again, I'm probably reaching, but I'll say big deal because it shocked me to see that yesterday. I thought they – I don't think I didn't think he was going to practice till next week, but I was wrong. Yeah, so uh, more comments here. Noah says, big deal. Just having him out there Sunday helps open up things for everyone else. Just because he's a limited uh, participant at Wednesday practice, Noah, doesn't mean he's going to play on Sunday. So Ed says, big deal. Roderick says, small deal. Uh, Danny says, small deal, I think. Mark Beach says, small deal. Uh, More comments to read as it's jumped on me. Ronnie says, small deal, because we don't know if he's playing on game day. Adam says, a big deal would be if he has 100 yards receiving. And feels good after the game. No, I mean, that's fair. Uh, Johnny says, huge deal to see him out there. Chris Frazier says, small deal. Brown is a warrior. Um, MB says, no deal. Practice means nothing on this team. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Dom says, it's a no deal because uh, if he's gonna, if he's not going to catch the ball or if we can't pass protect. Now, that's uh, a not incorrect there. So, here's what I say. I think it's a small deal. Um Tim says small deal until he's full on Friday. So those drills that he's doing there, the ladder drills is the typical Titans individual period for wide receivers, right? He's not like doing anything that's going to test the hamstring. Like normally, like you pull a hamstring when you're going full speed straight ahead, right? Like how did AJ Brown well, hurt we'll his hand? The doc about that. Yeah. I don't that, know. And that's exactly what I was going to bring up. And I, I can't wait to ask Dave about it. Because, like, he heard it on a go route, which is when you explode, when you're extending, when your stride is long and and fast, that's when I feel like a hamstring happens. Not when you're doing quick ladder drills. That's more of like a quad situation, it feels like. So, I think it's a small deal. It's not a no deal because he's out there. But a small deal because he's getting back out there. We also don't know how he feels today, right? Like, if he practices, if he limited to yesterday and practices today, that that's a good thing. If he's limited yesterday and then is downgraded today because he's sore, then here we go again. We're still waiting. But it's a small deal for me. Small deal for me. I agree with Scar. Uh, Scar brings up, I think they lost to the Jets and got them bringing Get, bringing him and Julio back before they wanted to. I think they didn't want to bring him back till the next week against Buffalo. Well, I, I agree. I agree how, with Scar. Huh? I think it's a little too early to say that. Why? Because the rest of the injury report doesn't go along with that logic. What do you mean? Because read Scar's comment again. I think they lost to the Jets, got them bringing back him and Julio uh, before they wanted to. Well, Julio, I think the, Julio didn't practice yesterday. Uh, it, they lost the, 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 the they, mindset is prior to the Jets game, and we talked about this. You have the Jets and the Jags, winnable games without premier players. Whoop. Sure. That's not the case. They lost to the Jets. And so I think AJ Brown is also a competitor. And I think that he wants to get out there as soon as possible because he saw the deficiencies in the receiving game. Without him, I'm not saying he's pushing, and we don't even know if he's going to come back Sunday. I, I just but don't I, think I that do. logic. I just don't think that logic lines up from Scar because, 
Like because they wanted to prior to the Jets game, I think that they would want to set both of them out two weeks to heal up before a primetime game in Monday night because you get the additional day. Because AJ, it was reported last week that AJ was week to week with a hamstring injury, right? There was nothing about Julio after that game against the Colts. It was the big scuffle butt that we went through all last week with Mike Vrabel literally lying about Julio Jones. Uh, having an injury during the game, after the game, and on Monday, and then on Wednesday. Well, did he like, lie? Because yes. he's not playing. Yes, he lied. He lied Why? because because on Sunday he made it sound like he was it was the best thing for the team uh, to uh, not have him go out there and 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 run block against safeties. On Monday it was he got a little tight, and then on Wednesday he was didn't practice with a hamstring and was out. And where he broke protocol, because you missed this last week, which is fine, but where he broke protocol is that NFL rules say that you have to give an injury designation in the game. And A.J. Brown had an injury designation in the game. Mike Vrabel did not give an injury designation in the game on Julio, so he lied to uh, the fans and to the media about Julio because all of a sudden he had a hamstring injury on Wednesday, I mean that's, I mean that that's how it went. So my my point is the logic of they lose to the Jets now they want to bring back Julio and AJ earlier doesn't make sense because Julio is still not practicing and AJ is the one where there was actually an injury designation on him and he's back earlier. I just think it's that AJ is probably further along in rehab than Julio is because. Just because they lost the Jets, I mean, they had eight guys that didn't practice yesterday, and they had 11 guys who were also limited, right? How and, can these two guys have hamstrings? Like, th- th- I'm, I know how, but it is very frustrating because these two guys are supposed to be playing. <laughs> and, you know, AJ or, or Julio had the injury thing on him prior to this season. He had to prove a lot. And unfortunately, it didn't take long for him to be on the injury report. Nope. Uh, well, he didn't. He missed 20 consecutive <laughs> And A.J. Days battled through injury all last year, as we know, from his double knee surgeries in the offseason. Like, but you can't do that with a hamstring, right? right. You, you can, can push play, through certain injuries. Yes, you can push through a bone bruise because that's literally pain management, which we learned last year from our bone and joint doc talk segment. You can push through pain management of a bone bruise, uh, and you could not, you can't do that with a hamstring. So we'll talk more about AJ's hamstring overall uh, with uh, Dave from the Bone and Joint Institute at 1230. So I'll ask you this before we move on. Scott brings up, I think it's on conditioning coaches uh, and the conditioning or lack thereof. I'll ask you this. Do you think that maybe the lack of preseason or lack of conditioning or lack of play in training camp preseason prior to the season is the reason why we're here? I mean, I think it. I I think that makes sense. That lines up. I think we've seen a lot of soft tissue injuries, with because it's the same thing with rookies, right? A lot of times, rookies have soft tissue injuries once they get with their new team, because of how they have to train for the combine, how they have to train for the pro day, and they're doing all these things like bulking up, getting stronger because they have to do bench press reps. They've got to be explosive on their vertical jump and their cone drills and their 40. And then they go out there and try to run a route 
or do a pass rush move and they pull something because they've been track speed and they've been doing track workouts, not football workouts. So I, I don't, I mean, I think that makes a little bit of sense. And Ed says big muscles cause more problems, which is true. Uh, you know, guys with no muscle don't pull things because there's nothing to pull. When you've got more muscle mass, you there's more opportunity to pull it. AJ at the bottom of the screen, his big ass arm is hold is is over over the trend the D of the trend. He's just he's bulk. He's big. Now yeah, he's that small. also that also for AJ on third and seven against Baltimore on a, a pass that you got to get into the end zone. It gets him into the end zone like we saw last year. Sure, you just have to find the balance. Like there is such thing of being too big as a wide receiver in AJ's rookie year. He's talked about this. He was too big. He had to lose weight and get leaner. And Amani Hooker had to get leaner in the offseason for year two. Now, he returned uh, to practice in a way. He's still on IR. He has not been designated to return yet. But the Titans injury situation is absolutely worrisome because of how many guys they have missing practice and how the offense and the offensive line looks disjointed. Like, there are four offensive linemen who were on the injury report yesterday. Now, Roger Saffold and Ben Jones were limited, um, but uh, Lawan and Aaron Brewer did not practice. Like, these guys need to be able to get this thing together so they can pass protect, not give up fast sacks to allow wide receivers and playmakers to get open to make plays. And how many how many guys are on the injury report? 21. Right. Now, Eight eight guys um, eight guys did not practice. Caleb Farley and Tier Tart were on the injury report, but were full participant. And there were eleven guys. Uh, quick math that were limited participants with several injuries. Yeah, and they they're pretty liberal about that. Like they just put them on there because I feel like that's a variable Patriots thing. You know, that's the reason why you call it lying or withholding information, whatever you want. Gamesmanship, to call it. but. I, like, I think it's more. What well, Pete, what Carroll, the, Pete Carroll got fined for games. Yeah, well, what was the streak that like Tom Brady was on the injury report with a shoulder injury for like five consecutive seasons? Yeah, or something crazy like every week. Um, so, and so I think that's a Patriot thing. Yeah, but we're actually seeing the injuries impact the team on the field. That's that's where it's not a Patriot thing because every other doesn't it seem like every other possession a Titans offensive lineman has to be seen by the training staff. Ben Jones, Saffold, Lawan, all it's those been a rough start to the year. It is. They are like Ben Jones has been held together by duct tape for like the, or KT tape for like the last three years. And I don't know how much longer he can continue to do this. Like he's fighting well, his ass this off. Is his last con- this is the last year of his contract. So that tells you how long he'll be for the Titans. Right. And Roger Saffold and, and Lawan have, have always had something happen, right? It's a rotation of guys walking off and Aaron Brewer is having to play center. And then he's having to play left guard, then back to center. Uh, because now he's on the injury report and didn't practice yesterday either. <laughs> and yeah, well, Tyson Bravo is going to play high snap. Usually when, it, when you replace your center, you get about one high snap. You just hope that it doesn't sail completely over the head uh, like it did for Tannehill in New York. Oh, and you were in Dallas for Titans training camp. So uh, they had so many snap issues without Aaron Brewer and Ben Jones in training camp practice. Like, I forget the guy's name. Oh, Daniel Munyer could not go through a practice without having at least a couple, like, really bad snaps. Nothing more frustrated for a quarterback 
Like I'm just, I got so many things that I have to think about. I'm, I know all the routes, I know all the blocking schemes, and your ass can't get the ball six yards. Yeah, we less than that, four yards. <laughs> it's yeah, frustrating. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be for sure. All right, so there was another report that Buck Rising came out with on our website, it is esports.com. Uh, last night, Jayon Brown, the odd man out in the Titans linebacker situation. We're going to discuss this here shortly, uh, but real quick, let me tell you guys uh, about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. Selling your property is a one-time transaction, and that might be perfect for you. But you might not be thinking of all the different other options that you have. Renters Warehouse, it can help you set up mailbox money, which is literally money coming to your account every month, every month. Long-term equity means long-term wealth to help your retirement plan get going. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Tonight, we got big-time action I, this is going to be a great game. I, this is this is a Thursday night football game I will watch from start to finish. Because we're, we're a few weeks into the season, and now they're not just trying to get the Bengals and the Jags and the Jets out of the way. They're, they're really, this is a good game. Seattle hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Seattle coming off of a big win against San Francisco. The Rams coming off of a loss to now the undefeated and the only undefeated team in the Arizona Cardinals. Live tonight, you can bet on it. You get a parlay on it. I know Austin's got money on it. I've got money on it. I'm I'm prop king over here. I I had a really rough Saturday last week in college I did football. I did like brutal. Like let's just say hundreds of dollars went out. Mm-mm-mm. But but I had I had won the previous couple of weeks, so I was playing with house money. But you never like house money going out the window, and nope. so. Back on the saddle this week, we start with Thursday Night Football, we start with Russell Wilson, and we start with Matthew Stafford. You start with BetMGM. All right, so the report from Buck Rising here yesterday on a to Z sports.com uh, is that uh, why the Titans have basically sidelined Jayon Brown, uh, and what Buck says is um, – is that the Titans preferred long this year, regardless of Jayon Brown's injuries, uh, and that Mike Vrabel has favored the hot hand approach when it comes to who contributes uh, to his defense. It's a contract year for Jayon Brown. Uh, David Long is starting over him. Jayon was dealing with injuries uh, after week one. Uh, Then you saw him miss uh, the second game of the season. He came back and played sparingly against the Colts and then sparingly against the Jets before getting hurt again in that game. So, I mean, Jalen Brown being the odd man out uh, is is very strange to me because I expected Jalen to have a big year. And there's still a long season, right? But Jalen Brown and Rashawn Evans are in contract years. My thought was that Rashawn Evans would start to lose his spot. Jalen Brown might be working towards an extension, and I've always liked David Long. Like, you know this. I've always thought David Long showed something. I've been on it for a couple of years. Last year, he did not progress like I hoped he would. This year, he is doing really well. Uh, and David Long is playing a lot better in the pass coverage game to go along with his run his run stopping. But how, how thrown off were you of this, 
to hear that Jayon Brown being the odd man out with the Titans linebackers. Well, because, and I hope I pull up the right graphic. Jayon is in, he's at the top of the screen at the 15-yard line, right? Or is that Rashawn Evans? Um, the, I I want to say that's it's Jayon or Long, um, right? Because you got 50, 54, and fifty five. So like, it, yeah, it, all we can really see tell. is a five. Yeah, and but, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like. Uh, and I if they put Rashawn, hold on, put that back up there. If they put Rashawn <laughs> Evans, if they put Rashawn Evans on a running back one on one up top, then they need to be fired because that's terrible for Rashawn Evans. I I hope for the coaching staff's sake. That that's Jayon Brown up there on that yeah, running It's back. either Jayon or, or, or Dave Long. This is how I would assess it. Long is playing like Jayon did early on in his career. And Jayon is playing like, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't studied Jayon Brown to, to, to yield a huge opinion on that he's not in his position or he's not in coverage the correct way or he's missing a spot. I, I cannot say that. So I, I want to be fair. But obviously, David Long is more noticeable this year in a good way. If you're an offensive lineman, you don't want to be noticed. Luan has been noticed way too much. If you are a defensive player, you want to be noticed. You want that linebacker to make tackles. You want tackles for loss. You want sacks. And I think David Long, uh, he's out of the three. Austin, David Long, I've probably noticed the most. Yeah. Yeah, no, and uh, Lee says I think Jayon is hurt. No, Lee, Jayon is is battling through a couple injuries. Like he had a hamstring and then he had a knee. That's not the point though, Lee, because Buck's report says the Titans preferred Long this year, regardless of Jayon Brown's injury. And the decision on Jayon Brown ha- appears to have been made. And and you know we texted with Buck about this is this is like something. This is not that David Long is in for an injured Jayon Brown. There's more to it than this that they think Jayon Brown is the third linebacker at this point when nobody expected that to be the case going into the year. Titans fans, Titans media, maybe David Long would push Rashawn Evans, but not Jayon Brown like this. Uh, Maybe, and teams do this. It's a business, guys, right? Teams like uh, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is a one-year deal. Like Jayon Brown is a one-year deal. Maybe, and I don't know how they how John Robinson views this, but maybe they sat there and said, "These guys, we get, let's get the most out of them, but let's find their replacements, right?" And that's they they did that before the season with Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds had to step up in a big way. He had a he had a couple of drops, but overall, he was probably, I mean, he was the best wide receiver out there. Um, but it's one year deals. I think that's kind of how they view it, and so their actions are kind of yielding. We want to give a longer term deal to David long instead of giving a longer term deal with Jayon Brown. We're just going to get the most out of his one year deal. Yeah. And uh, NB says, and Buck knows how NB, what do you think Buck's job is? (laughs) Buck Buck knows like Buck knows Buck, Buck Buck knows like we all, this is the funny thing. I'm not trying to get back into what happened yesterday because that was a fiasco. But had Twitter interactions with a bunch of people, which I usually don't. But guys, like this is our job. Like I've been covering the team for like 12 years. Austin's been covering the team for like 10 years. Buck's been covering the team for like five. Like we all have connections. 
and they're all different, but they're all reliable and they're all sourced. If we are going to come out with a story, it's going to be sourced and it's going to be credible. That's just how A to Z sports has been built. Like uh, maybe like A to Z sports, I don't know how to say this. We're not a fan site. Okay. We, we interact with you guys. It's a forum. It's a community. We know that, you know, the, the Titans fan base, we want to get the most out of you guys, but we also, at times we can be journalists at times, not con- continuously, but Buck knows he covers the team. He's in the know. He is friends with players. He has inside information. So that it's maybe a valid question, but that's the explanation. Like A to Z sports is not just your Joe Schmo put together duct taped uh, media outlet. We've been doing this for a very long time. And so when we do things like this, Jayon Brown is not being played for a reason. I would tell you to go to a to z sports.com slash Nashville and read the story. And it will tell you more information that Buck has. Yeah. And I will say if there's one thing that Buck does on an extraordinary level, it's talk to people. (laughs) Uh, And and so, and MB says his point is that connections are not always right. The media doesn't know everything going on inside the building, just what they want to be let out. Now I think uh, here's what I know. Uh, fair point to say, uh, and as somebody said earlier that, uh, uh, yeah, Nate says Buck knew Shane Bowen was going to be elevated to defensive coordinator. Nobody believed him. I didn't believe him. Yes. I mean, I, I, I believed him, but I was very disappointed. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so look, and there are, there are definitely things that are happening inside the Titans facility that Buck knows and that Zach knows that we aren't talking about on our shows. Like, you know, it's just. Not everything is public, but uh, again, like you, you need to believe what this report is, is that the Titans prefer David Long this year, regardless of Jayon Brown's injury status. That Jayon Brown, as of right now, see, and obviously things can always change, right? Like Jayon Brown could get healthy and start playing fantastic again, and things could change. David Long could get hurt and things could change, right? But as of right now, David Long is a starting linebacker, and it's not because Jalen Brown is battling injuries. It's because that's who they prefer. Yeah, and I think we'll find and see that on Sunday against Jacksonville. Uh, Brandon says, "So what's the report of Evans?" There's no report on Rashawn Evans other than the fact that he's still he's still a starting linebacker too, without a fifth year option. Without a fifth year option, and that's all you need to know. I think we all I think we all know that Rashawn Evans is playing for a second contract elsewhere. Um, and unfortunately for Jayon Brown, J- look, Jayon's get, I'm sure Jayon is not happy with this because he came back to the Titans expecting to have a big role like he's had his entire career to earn big money this upcoming offseason because he got hurt last year. Guys, I can tell you the team needs right now on, on thir- the draft team needs October 7th, uh, Thursday. I can tell you exactly. They're going to need somebody to replace Harold Landry. They're going to need somebody to replace Rashawn Evans. So you got linebacker and pass rusher, and they're going to need a tight end. There's three positions that I, we're going to be talking about in March and April leading into the draft and in free agency. That's just what it is. I, I, I said this earlier. Mike Vrabel and John Robinson know the three strengths of the team. And they know the three weaknesses of the team. They also know 
how the team is going to change moving forward after this year based on contracts and everything else. These are the facts. You're trying to get the most out of Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, and Firkin Swain as much as you can because you're probably going to have to replace them next year. Yeah, and a lot of you guys are commenting about Harold Landry's future. Uh, this is Today is not the day to have a topic about what Harold Landry deserves in a second contract from the Titans or somebody else. And, and Travis brings up, as well as a lot of other people, the offensive line. Your ass is going to have to draft another effing tackle because Isaiah Wilson is somewhere in, what, New York? I don't know what he's doing, but he's and not playing. Guard. He's with it. He's actually with the Giants practice squad. That happened while you were gone too. Well, that's why I said New York. Right, but he—that's where he was before then because he's from New York. He was in New York the whole time, but now he's actually in New York I, on I the Giants. Like he practice. spent most of his time in Miami. <laughs> no, he just goes down there for stripper parties on boats. <laughs> God, what an idiot that guy is! All right, anyway, so like stepbrother boats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, you're going to have to draft guard, too. <laughs> so there's a lot of situations uh, that the Titans need to fix. Welcome going to into, Prestige Worldwide. Right? Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get to the magic bucket to wrap up this Thursday show. I don't know whose sticker week it is. That's just flat-out honesty to me. We'll figure it out next. Uh, before, let me tell you about Mandu, mandu.com. Uh, your first workout is free at mandu.com. It's a 15-minute workout. That simulates over five hours in the weight room uh, because of full body electronic muscle stimulation. Guys and gals, it's for everybody. Whether you're just starting your fitness plan and you're trying to achieve whatever goal that might be for your fitness routine, Mandu can help you get there. If you're if you've got pre-existing injuries and you can't lift weights like you used to or like you want to, perfect. That's exactly why Mandu was created. It's easy on your joints easy on your body, builds functional strength and muscle, mandu.com. Your first workout's free, and if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, you get 100 bucks off your first month when you sign up right there at mandu.com. BetMGM, right there, middle of the screen, code ATOZ Sports. Talked about Thursday Night Football earlier in the show. Seahawks in Seattle hosting the Rams. That'll be a good matchup. You can put some money on. And if you're a new user, risk-free $1,000 bet. All right. Time for quickly, quickly, because we got a lot of things in the chat. Oh, Harold Landry, I believe, has the most quarterback pressures in the National Football League right now. That is true. That is a good thing in a contract year for Harold Landry. That means that man is going to be paid like Carl Lawson. I know he's he's hurt, but like Carl Lawson was paid, and some of the big free agent names like Bud Dupree. Harold Landry is going to be a part of that list. Now, I don't know where he's going to rank in that list, but as I said before, the Titans are trying to get the most out of Harold Landry this year, and so far, they're getting a lot out of him. Well, that's because they have to, because he has to play 96% of the snaps because everybody else is hurt. <laughs> All right, Magic Bucket time. All right, Zach, do you remember whose sticker week it is? Well, so a lot of people are saying, Austin, you put one on last week, but did you do I, I that? Did, I did not put one on last week. I believe I put one on the week before. Uh, so I believe it is your sticker week. What sticker was that? It was my little, uh, where'd he go? Uh, 
There's not enough stickers on yeah, there. Yeah, well, that's because your stickers aren't on there. It's my little uh, puppy dog uh, trick-or-treater. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. That makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I need to go through my stickers. I got to save that one. I got to save that one, too. Uh, I've used these. I have a question because I don't know if I've used this. Again, I need to give you these stickers. Yeah. Have I used this sticker yet? Okay. Okay. Have I used that sticker yet? Just a flag? Yeah, America. I don't think so. Well, I'm going to go with that one. I've got a couple of ones I'm saving uh, for the right time. Is it just a regular flag? Yeah, it is America. I can't I can't tell if it's if it's got like a design on it or not. It looks no, like it's, it's Oh, it's, a, it's got a little distressed uh, action on it. Yeah, it's rugged, okay? Uh. And because you know what? America's being tested right now. With all the things that we're being thrown at with, you know, COVID and vaccine and all that BS and just our togetherness, the internet's going crazy. People are fighting like cats and dogs. Facebook's got a whistleblower. Everything's going nuts. So uh, let's represent our country because at the end of the day, we are free, right? We are built on freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of all the other stuff. And that has been afforded to us because of our forefathers and the people that fought for this great nation. There's my patriotic, uh, paragraph okay america sounds, sounds good all right um sounds on, good sounds great on the magic bucket i keep leaving this uh hubba bubba gum in the bucket and i keep forgetting about it each time i go through here all right uh who am i pulling for uh, it doesn't matter all right this is for me oh god this is just gross i have to give myself a wet willy <laughs> double go double i can't go double because i have an earphone in uh, okay that's fair <laughs> you but have to do this really and, and you know suck on your finger for a while <laughs> all right i'll go ahead and pull yours <laughs> actually, i actually have to use my Oh, all right, Zach. You have to start the show tomorrow by telling a joke of your choice. We pulled this one before, but I didn't get a chance to do it. Okay. When did you? I don't remember you pulling this before. Well, it was, I was leaving or something. I don't remember it. I don't but remember. I pulling. haven't done it. I have not okay. done it. All right. I mean, really get it in there. I did. I did. And that was just weird. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's there you go. Uh, giving yourself a wet wheelie, wet willy is not as gross as other persons doing it because it's my own saliva. It's not somebody else's saliva. And I just have a wet ear. The gross thing about wet willies is somebody else's spit in somebody else's finger. Yeah. And then you've got to get it on your finger because the first thing you do is like, oh, God, yeah, that's, that's gross. You know, so, you know, I'm keeping it on with my own self. So it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, you know, whatever. There's there's the show. There's the show. There's the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday where Zach gets to open the show with a joke. So you don't want to miss the beginning of tomorrow's show with i don't know what i'm gonna come up with could well, be got, dirty could not be dirty who knows uh, you, you've got like 23 hours to prepare for it i got so. <laughs>
I do want to bring this up. I got Austin on a text joke, which I usually don't get him like this, but I got him on a uh, uh, a D's nuts joke <laughs> a couple yeah, of weeks okay. ago. Yeah. He asked, he goes, he was, he, we're in a thread for betting, bet, shout out to BetMGM. Yeah. And he asked, hey, what guy, what picks are you guys on this week? Well, what's your favorite? And I was like, uh, I, I like UDN this week, minus two and a half. I'm big on them. I think that's my biggest bet. And he, he goes, my brain's not working. What does UDN stands for? I go, the University of D's Nuts. <laughs> Man, it felt so good when you said, my brain's not working anymore. What is UDN? Yeah, I was like, North Dakota? I was like, are you trying to say like Notre Dame? But that doesn't make any sense. I was like so confused. And the worst thing is like it was – in a group text with Brian Edwards and Alan Bell. So everybody else got, they get to witness it. It wasn't just me versus you. It was great. It's a great. It was great. great. Felt, felt great about that. I laughed out loud. It was very true. Good. LOL. <laughs> All right, guys have a great rest of your Thursday. Don't forget. Uh, if you haven't heard the title podcast this week yet, go check it out in the A to Z sports podcast network. The big orange podcast had a great episode this week. Buck rising. We'll have a six one five sessions after Friday's practice. Uh, talking about the Titans going into the weekend and check us out a to z sports.com. What's up? I'm laughing about another joke, another UDN joke that I got in the holster that I'm waiting to use. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a good one. See ya.